Well, please uh, turn with me this morning to Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, and what we read earlier from verse uh, 30. And the angel said unto her, said unto Mary, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Thou hast found favor with God. And that's my topic for this morning, finding favor with God, finding favor with God. Well, these are the words of the angel Gabriel uh, to Mary. You have found favor with God, Mary. Now, this is what we lack, isn't it? This is what so many of us lack if we don't have Christ. We don't have favor with God. That's missing. This is what we want, isn't it, friends? This is what we desire, isn't it, above all things in this life, that God would look upon me in a favorable way, that God would bless me. Isn't this what we want and desire? This is what we need, friends, favor with God. Oh, some people think, maybe rightly, if I have favor with a, a friend, an important friend, well, that will be useful to me. If I have connections with somebody higher up, if I have relationships with somebody higher up, well, they can help me out. They can help me to advance in life. They can do something for me which is out of my power. If I just know such and such a person, perhaps if I was a friend of the king, if I was the friend of King Charles, well, what doors that would open up to me? That would be nice, isn't it? I could slip it into the conversation here and there. Uh, do, you know who, do you know who my friend is? King Charles. But that would open up all sorts of possibilities for me. He could do all sorts of things for me. That's out of our reach, isn't it? To be a friend of the king is out of our reach. There was one person, his name was Charles uh, Brandon, and uh, he actually managed to find favor with the king. Not King Charles, but this is going back a while. He found favor with the young King Henry VIII. And uh, he got so close to the, the king uh, that uh, it was said he got as close as you can get to a king. And he was, became a personal friend of the king. And as a result of his friendship with the king and his association with him, uh, the king made him the Duke of Suffolk. Oh, that was a title that he, he probably uh, much appreciated. But it wasn't long before he crossed the king. And he, he did something which upset King Henry. He married Henry's younger sister, Mary. And because he did that, he was banished from the court and soon fell out of favor with the king. One minute in, the next minute he's out. Well, it took him a while, but he managed to get back in, in again into his favor and reinstated into the favor of King Henry. But that's what it's like, isn't it, with people, even with kings. Favor with people is temperamental. Never sure of it. Is it really going to come my way? Uh, or is it, it's a flimsy kind of thing. One minute you're in favor, one minute you're the bee's knees, the next minute you're out of favor and you're despised and rejected, cast out. But with the favor of God, once you have the favor of God, it's with you forever. It's yours to keep for good. God doesn't take it back. God doesn't require it back. It's yours uh, for, for life and for eternity. Well, Mary found favor with God. It was not something 
that she saw. It's not something that she went looking for. Uh, it was something that came to her, and it found uh, her. The angel Gabriel, we are told, visited her and gave her the message. Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And what was the favor that Mary found? Well, friends, as you know, or sure, it is something very, very special that was granted to her. She, above all the women, had been chosen by God to conceive, to carry in her womb, and to give birth uh, to Jesus, the Son of God. She was uh, the, the Messiah, the promised Messiah, uh, was uh, the one who was, she was going to carry in her womb. He who had been promised for years and years. And now the time has come for him to be brought into the world, to be born. And Mary has been singled out as the one uh, to bear this Messiah, this the Son of God. Of all the Jewish women, she has been chosen. It's a tremendous privilege that's come to her, a tremendous blessing to bear in her womb the God-man, the God-man, the incarnate Son of God. This is tremendous blessing, isn't it? Oh, friends, the Messiah and uh, that which all Israel longed for, she has been chosen for this blessing. Verse 30, uh, 31 tells us, uh, you shall conceive in your womb, bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Jesus. That means the Savior of sinners. The one who is going to come and save people from sin. This is tremendous, friends, with the work that the babe in her womb will grow up to be a great person, a, a great deliverer, but he will be the one who would make an atonement for millions and millions of sinners who trust in his name. This is the person in her womb. What a tremendous message that, that is being conveyed to her. Jesus is his name. He shall be great, and he will be a great person, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. That speaks of his divinity. This is not just any ordinary babe. This is the, uh, the divine, the divine, the God-man is who is in you and shall give unto him the throne of his father, David, the promised Messiah, the longed-for Messiah. This is the one, verse 33, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Mary, there's a king in your, in your womb. He's a king and he's going to set up, he's going to establish a kingdom, not an earthly kingdom, a spiritual kingdom. Not a kingdom that's going to be around for 100 years or 150 years and then disappear. This is going to be the king of an everlasting kingdom, a kingdom there, there, of which there shall be no end. And then verse 35, the, the last part, that holy thing, that holy one, which shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. Well, Mary is the meditative type. We learned that, we know that from other places. And she would have grasped each, all of these terms and words. And during the time of her pregnancy, she would have been musing upon all these things, I'm sure, in her womb, 
was the Son of God. In her womb was the highest. In her womb was this, uh, this great King and uh, this, the promised Messiah. What a glorious honor, what a glorious privilege has come my way. This was the favor that was conveyed to Mary. But friends, this morning, I really want to tell you about the favor of God uh, in, as it applies to us. Because the favor of God is not exclusive to one person. It's not just for Mary. It's also for us. It's also available to us. We too can find favor with God. This is possible. We too can have His blessing in our lives. We too can have His help, His personal help in our lives. Oh, when we talk though about favor for us, we're not talking about the same kind of favor as happened to Mary. We're not talking about a, a physical child being given to us in this way. Of course not. That's not the idea. This was a one-off unique situation that will never happen again. Uh, this Mary, her favor was a physical blessing. She gave birth to a special baby. Uh, Christ was in her physically. But the favor for us, friends, the one that is offered to you and I is Christ in us. But not physically, Christ in us spiritually. Christ in us by faith, dwelling in our hearts by faith. This is the favor that God offers to us. And it's also a tremendous blessing. It's almost unbelievable. What do you mean? Christ dwelling in us? Christ by His Spirit, not physically coming to live in us, but by His Spirit dwelling in us, and by faith He dwells in us. That's impossible. I've never heard of such a thing, perhaps you say. How can it be? Oh, friends, this is exactly uh, what the favor essentially is. To have Christ in us is an, oh, a, a wonderful, tremendous uh, blessing. You have Christ in you? Oh, He'll get rid of all the rubbish that's there. He'll get rid of all the mess that he finds there, all the unclean things that he finds in the house of your heart. He'll tidy everything up. All those dirty stuff, he will clean away. All the impure things, all the angry things, all the harsh things, he'll deal with all those things and he'll refill it. He'll refill your heart with better things. He'll refill your heart with love, true love, love for God, love for other people in a better way. He will redecorate your, your heart, your house with kindness, with gentleness, with worship for Him. All these things He will fill your lives with once He comes in. This is the favor of God, the highest favor that can come our way. It's conversion, friends. This is what He does when he in conversion. And this is the message that I bring to you uh, today from God. This is what God can do for you. You can find favor with Him if you turn to Him. The favor of a converted life, the favor of a, a spiritual life, the favor of being a friend of God. Never mind the friend of a king. This is higher. This is better. A personal friend of God. 
Oh, surely this is what we want, friends. Well, you notice here, firstly, that the favor which, which came to Mary was very specific. It was targeted for Mary. The angel of Gabriel was not told to give the message to any woman he met when he, when he came from heaven. The first woman you meet, give her this message. <laughs> no, he knew exactly where to go. And we see this at the beginning, verse 26. Uh, he was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was uh, Mary, sent to Galilee, to the village of Nazareth, to a virgin, to, and that virgin was engaged to this man named Joseph, and Joseph was from the house of David, and the virgin's name was given as well, Mary, a poor virgin, of a humble town. So he knew exactly who to go to. He knew exactly where to find her. This was not some indiscriminate action on the part of the angel. This is not something random, uh, some random selection. Mary had been identified, chosen, singled out uh, for this particular favor. And so the message came to her. Oh, friends, the offer of salvation as well. Uh, this favor from God, though it goes out to all uh, and is open to all, yet we can also say that it comes to us in a targeted way. It comes to us in an individual way. It's for you who are sitting here this morning. It's not by chance that you are here in this house today in God's house hearing this particular word and this particular message. It's targeted for you. Perhaps there it really is, even though it goes out in an indiscriminate way, it's going to come home to you as a message from God for you to turn to Him. For you, this is a favor that is, in, uh, that is for you to hear. God has brought you here. Let such and such a person hear my message. Let them hear about salvation. Let so-and-so, this particular person, hear about the Lord Jesus Christ and what He has done and what I will do for them if they believe in me and turn to me. Let this be placed in front of them. Let them hear these precious things. What I will do for them is for you and on an individual basis, friends. That's how we receive these things. Something else that we could say about and must say about this favor is that it was unmerited. Mary didn't deserve this favor that came from God. It was unmerited. You know, it was, it's all of grace, friends. The, the Roman Catholic Church, unfortunately, they elevate Mary to a higher position. They almost say that she is deserving of these things. That is because she was from somebody really special. So God took notice of her and God gave her this blessing to uh, bring forth uh, the Lord, to bear and bring forth the Lord Jesus Christ. They elevate her even to a, a, a place of uh, worship. And that's wrong, friends, because she, later on in her song, she'll go on to call the Lord her Savior. She needs a Savior as well. She also is a sinner. All God's favors towards us are of grace. 
None of God's favors are earned. None of us can say we have earned these things, we are deserving of these things. When God deals with you and I, and God deals with people, He has to do it in grace. Free, undeserving grace. That's how it is. Mary hadn't earned this blessing. Mary hadn't earned the right to bear uh, Christ. It wasn't given to her because of some goodness that was in her. She was a believer. She was already trusting in the Messiah. But even so, this favor was an undeserved gift that was given to her. Same for us, friends, with salvation. Salvation of, of, uh, of our souls, the forgiveness of our sins. God offers it to you and I freely. It's of grace. Forgiveness of all our sins. Not Some people think you know, forgiveness is a future thing. And some religions teach that forgiveness, well, I don't know whether I'm going to be forgiven or not until I get to the next world. No. If you believe in the Lord, forgiveness is here and now offered to us and our experience. You can know today, if you trust in Christ, that all your sins are taken away. But the point here is, it's undeserving. God gives it to us uh, freely. I cannot earn a single blessing from God. If God treats me according to what I deserve, then I would deserve hell. I would deserve to be cast forever away from His presence. That's what I deserve, friends. I deserve His judgment, His wrath. I deserve Him to be angry with me. If we, if we say to the Lord, Lord, treat me according to how I've lived. But he does, if, I, if we come realizing, Lord, I need, I have nothing to offer to you, then He deals with us. Deal with me in grace. Then He will indeed deal with us in that way. Oh, friends, here is the marvelous uh, good news. The God of grace offers to us freely uh, salvation as a gift. Nothing to pay for it. It's free, this gift of salvation. Nothing to pay now. Nothing to pay in 12 months' time, 24 months. There's no higher purchase scheme here with salvation. You don't have to pay it on credit. Buy now, pay later. No, friends. It's free now. It's free tomorrow. It's always going to be free uh, for you, this salvation. This is what God of Christ paid it all. Christ paid the penalty when he died upon that, that cross. He paid the penalty for our sins. And on the basis of what Jesus Christ has done, so God forgives us and offers us salvation freely. Oh, friends, this is marvelous. Conversion freely offered to us a change of life, free forgiveness, a home in heaven. What more could we ask for? But look, Mary, she was at first troubled uh, at what she heard. Verse 29, uh, when she saw him, when she saw the angel, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what salutation uh, this should be when she was first greeted. And then the angel said, fear not, Mary, thou hast found favor with God. Perhaps the thought of salvation, perhaps the thought of becoming a Christian scares you. Perhaps the thought of committing yourself wholly to Jesus Christ scares you. Perhaps you're a young person and you think, well, I, I've got my whole life ahead of me. I, I, do I really want to commit myself 
to Christ. I've got all the other things I want to, to go on in life. I'm a bit scared. I'll be hindered. I'll be withheld from a living a full life if I give myself to Jesus Christ. Oh, friends, don't think like that. To come to Christ is uh, to live life uh, to the fullest. Perhaps you're afraid of the changes that will happen to you when you believe. Fear not, friends. It's for your good. It's a great blessing to come to Christ, to believe, yes, your life will change, but it will change for the better. And conversion brings us into a better place and into a true relationship with God. Well, how shall these things be, Mary said? How, how shall they be, since I know not a man? She queries the angel after he'd given her the message, and she can't figure it out. How can it be? And naturally speaking, these things, that's not how life works in this world. That's not how things happen. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm a virgin. How can I give birth? I, yes, I'm engaged uh, to Joseph, which was almost like being married, equivalent to being married without the sexual relations uh, beginning. But I, I'm a virgin still. How can I, these things uh, happen, she says. And the angel answered her in verse 35, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And uh, the angel tells her, the Spirit of God will descend on you, and, uh, he, uh, and by him you will conceive. In some mysterious way, in a miraculous way, which cannot be fully explained, uh, he will do this work, and you will conceive and bear this child. It's a miracle, friends. Well, it's the same uh, with uh, conversion. Uh, when we turn uh, to the Lord in repentance and in faith, well, he will make a new person out of us. He'll make a new man out of you. He'll make a new woman out of you. That's what he promises to do. It'll be a complete uh, change. And we ask ourselves, perhaps, how shall this be? How can this be? I'm an angry man. I flip at the slightest thing. And you're saying conversion will make me a gentle man? How can it be? I'm an immoral man. I'm tied into my lust. I have been tied into my lust year after year. I can't let go of it. It's, I'm in, in the grip of lust. I can't break free from it. It's been my thing for years and years. And you say, conversion will make me a clean man, a pure person. I'm a resentful person. I'm a bitter person. I'm an unforgiving person. I find it hard. I cannot forgive those who have grieved me and hurt me. And you say, conversion will make me a pleasant person, a forgiving person. How shall this be? You talk about a relationship with God, a personal relationship with God, where God knows me, and I know Him, and I speak to Him, and I can call Him my Father. How shall this be? How can it be, we think to ourselves, perhaps, as we look in and hear about what God will do. And yet, this is exactly what God will do for us, friends. This is... What, what he promises. But I only know God as a creator and a judge 
I acknowledge there is a God, but I just see him as a, 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 a figure afar off, as somebody just blur, he's a blur to me. Oh, friends, you can know him in a, a closer way than that. You can see him a lot clearer than that and know him as a personal friend, as the, uh, the God who is your friend. How will it happen? How will it happen? Well, we can't say as well exactly how it happens, but when the Holy Spirit comes, when you turn to Christ and you give your heart to Christ and you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you trust in Him, then he, the Holy Spirit will do the work. He will change you. He will give you a new heart. He will make you a new person. He will do the work, friends. It's not you have to clean yourself up. It's not self-improvement. It's not patching you up a little bit here, a little bit there. It's a complete new person He will create in you. And you will be a marvel to yourself. You will be a marvel to others as well. But it's a mir miracle that will take place when you trust in Christ. This is the favor of God. Finally, friends, look at verse 38. Mary's uh, response. Well, she had before that the encouragement uh, given to her in verse 36. Look what happened uh, to your cousin Elizabeth. She also conceived in her old age, uh, who was uh, barren. And then verse 37, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. We could apply that, isn't it, as well. Perhaps you are still on the outside looking in. But look around you, there are people who are converted and they are changed and they can testify that what God has done for them, He can also do for you. Well, look at, at Mary's response, verse 38. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, let be it unto me according to thy word. And so she yields uh, to the Lord. She could have rejected it. She could have said no. That would have been a very foolish thing to do. And she, of course she could see what a blessed thing it was, what a privilege it was, what a tremendous thing it was. All the maidens in, in Jerusalem and in Israel would have wanted this. And it came to her and she, didn't, she couldn't turn it away. Well, what's my response, friends? When the, this message comes to me, from the Lord himself, not from the preacher, and uh, tells me that if I repent and trust in Christ, he will forgive all my sin. He will give me a new heart. He will give me a spiritual life I've never had before. He will give me a new beginning in life. What's my response? Will I yield to Christ? Or will I reject uh, him? Will I reject the Lord? Favor with God. Turn to him, friends. Let your response be like uh, Mary's. Be it unto me according to thy word. Yield to him. Return from your sin. Let today be the day when you say, Lord, I've had enough of my sin. I need you to save me for, from my sin. Lord, have mercy upon a wretch like me. And you do that, and you begin uh, those, that journey of uh, knowing the Lord and uh, walking with Him. Favor with God, friends. Christ in us by His Spirit, doing great things uh, for us and uh, in us. How can we turn it down? How can we say no to these things? How can we say yes to the lesser things in life, the lesser blessings in life, and miss out 
on this particular offer which comes our way. It's within your reach, friends. It's not far away. It's at hand. It's easy to obtain by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, by turning simply to Him and saying, Lord, I trust You. I yield my life over to You. That's it. It's hard to obtain God's eye, God's favor, God's kindness. Oh, friends, this is the blessing that we have from Him. Let's pray together. O most merciful Heavenly Father, how uh, we are glad and thankful that such an offer of grace and forgiveness is made to us undeserving sinners. And yet, Lord, uh, we are so hard sometimes it is to receive these things. Make us believers. Help us, O Lord, to yield to you. Help us to see and be drawn to you, O Lord, to see the great privilege even of belonging to you and being in your favor. Let the curse be removed from our lives and grant that we may be under your blessing. O Lord, bless us now, bless us this day, and be with us, we ask in our Savior's name. Amen. Amen. We close by singing our final hymn uh, for the day, which is number 229. Heart, the herald angels sing, 229.